What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Plus, you can't lose your job if you decide to seek help. Sheer Recovery offers all levels of treatment. We understand what you're going through and know how to help. Make the best decision of your life and call Sheer Recovery now. Spelled S-H-E-E-R. The number is 888-254-6801. That's 888-254-6801. The start of a better life begins here. Had 24 and 8 on them on the floor. Lakers hold on for a 114-112 win over the Celtics. It turned into a free throw shooting exhibition down the stretch. AD finishing with 32. LeBron was clutch. He had 29, but none more important than these two. Lakers trail by one. LeBron back and Brown in. 15-foot follow-away. Good! Huge shot by LeBron. And he made it with 30 seconds left, Michael. So if the Lakers can come up with a stop, they'd get the ball back. From the day on the college basketball hardwood, number 16, Seton Hall routes St. John's 81-65. And number 25, Ohio State wins a tight one against Maryland 79-72. On the hockey scoreboard on the ice in Brooklyn, the Islanders post a 4-1 win over the Sharks. Anders Lee with a three-point afternoon, two goals and an assist. Capitals snap a four-game skid with a 5-3 win in D.C. over the Pens. T.J. Oshie netting the go-ahead goal. Malkin with his 21st. Crosby his 13th. Backhand shot stopped by Murray. Rebound score! T.J. Oshie! The Cats are back on top. 2 on win for the Sabres in Buffalo over the Jets, and the Stars get by the Blackhawks 2-1. Tyler Sagan scoring the game winner. Ben with Sagan and Perry. Perry moves it over to Sagan, and he The Stars are back in front on Tyler Sagan's goal late in the second. And from the PGA Tour in Mexico City, Patrick Reed atop the leaderboard when all said and done at 18 under par, one clear of Bryson DeChambeau. I'm Pete Fox, NBC Sports Radio. Twenty-third State Senate on or before March 3rd. Principal, resilient, truthful, better qualified. Chris runs a legitimate, respected, and successful small business, and she meets a payroll every Democratic delegates. Chris Goodfellow has a lifelong commitment to equality. That's why Chris is endorsed by the Inland County Stonewall Democratic Club, the Past Democratic Club, the Yucaipa Calamasa Democratic Club, and the Redlands Democratic Club. Chris Goodfellow for 23rd State Senate. Qualified, respected, truthful, reliable. 
group funded and paid for by donations of independent voters and supporters of Chris Goodfellow for 23rd State Senate. The Fullman Firm, affordable debt relief attorneys, helping you end your debt and find financial freedom. If you've been sued for an unpaid debt of $10,000 or more, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Calls to the creditors and letters won't help. Don't let debt collectors get a judgment behind your back. Don't let debt collectors take your hard-earned money. To stop judgments, wage garnishments, or bank levies, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Don't play the debt collector's game alone. Hire a winning team. The Fullman Firm saved their clients millions of dollars in 2019. Some lawyers require large upfront payments. The Fullman Firm's payment plans make attorney representation affordable for you. Preceding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com now. The Fullman Firm, affordable debt relief attorneys, helping you end your debt and find financial freedom. If you've been sued for an unpaid debt of $10,000 or more, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Calls to the creditors and letters won't help. Don't let debt collectors get a judgment behind your back. Don't let debt collectors take your hard-earned money. To stop judgments, wage garnishments, or bank levies, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Don't play the debt collector's game alone. Hire a winning team. The Fullman Firm saved their clients millions of dollars in 2019. Some lawyers require large upfront payments. The Fullman Firm's payment plans make attorney representation affordable for you. Preceding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com now. San Bernardino, Loma Linda, Rialto, listens to KCAA Radio. Express 106. 106.5 FM. KCAA, Southern California's best talk. NBCRadioNews.com. The Fullman Firm, affordable debt relief attorneys, helping you end your debt and find financial freedom. If you've been sued for an unpaid debt of $10,000 or more, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Calls to the creditors and letters won't help. Don't let debt collectors get a judgment behind your back. Don't let debt collectors take your hard-earned money. To stop judgments, wage garnish. with attorney Zulu Ali. I am attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, uh, Paula Hiller, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. This week, we have actually been focusing on Black History Month, and our theme this, this month actually has been Black Legacy. And last week, we actually had spoken a little bit of, about the legacy of black leaders and icons. And is there an effort to destroy the legacy of our black leaders and icons? And if so, why? Uh, last week, we actually began discussing a little bit about the foundation of those issues. 
And I'm just going to kind of jump right into the whole discussion. And, and what, the, what I want to do today is I actually want to begin by what I believe will kind of put the whole issue really into context. It kind of gives us like a really uh, an opportunity to really understand how this thing really goes down. Now, I think the best way to explain it is through uh, the our last president, uh, our former president, Barack Obama. Both the, the, the way he came into office, the way they dealt with him while he was in office, and Trump's and, and, and the, the election after his, his presidency. So I think the first thing we have to do is we have to talk about how we came into office. And the way that he got into office, obviously, is that I don't believe that anybody sitting around this table or anybody, period, would have ever thought that we would have had an African-American president. I mean, that was kind of like the joke. You know, there would never be an African-American president. And I think that really we caught them on their heels, right? I think it was kind of like a wake-up call for everybody. And uh, the way he got into office, you have, to, you have to realize that he got over 70% of the Asian vote. He got over 70% of the Hispanic vote. And there you go. You have an African-American who was able to win a national election, right? We thought that would never actually happen. So now you know, that clearly was something that we, that they never ever thought would happen. So once we got to the Trump administration, or really the election that came after uh, uh, Obama's presidency, then we had an issue with, um, you know, the fact that, you know, immigration was really a, a, a heavy hitter. And why was immigration a really a heavy hitter? The reason that immigration was, is a heavy hitter is because that is a cultural game changer, right? In other words, you're, you know, basically the way society is built is basically we have a, there's a culture which is the dominant culture and there's a sub subculture. As African Americans, we're actually a subculture, right? So in other words, when you have this whole idea of, of basically a subculture, the dominant culture is going to basically uh, dominate all societal institutions and all societal issues, right? Mm -hmm. And so now that you have a, the dominant culture that is dominating these, these issues, what happens is when there is a cultural change, then basically the dominant culture loses their privilege in society. Remember last week the discussion was white privilege and black success. And you remember I said that they are diametrically opposed. The more black success you have, right, it basically is an attack on white privilege. I mean, that, that's really the reality of it. And so in order to, to, for a dominant culture to make sure that it contains and it continues to do what it normally does, it's going to make sure that, uh, you know, the culture stays the same, right? Whether you're talking about the language, whether you're talking about the social norms, whether you're talking about the social values, whether you're talking about the social customs, that basically is what the dominant culture tries to do. Now, let's talk about what we talk about trying to destroy the legacy. We talked about the fact that, you know, 
you, you ever you ever watch those pictures in history where you have a uh, an African American who would actually either whether they're hung or whether they've been burned, you know, they'll show that they'll they'll show that picture, but they'll show individuals around it as if it was amusing, yeah. right? And so that was basically the what that you you these public torture these public beatings served two purposes. One, it made sure that the dominant culture understood its privilege, but it also made sure that the subculture, specifically the African Americans, understood that this is what's going to happen to you if you get out of line, right? It's, it's the same thing. However, now what we have is we have the reason as to the way it went down. The only reason that he was um, prosecuted was because they chose to prosecute him. There would have not been any pressure on that prosecutor not to have pursued Bill Cosby. That's prosecutorial discretion. Even after the first jury, when they got a hung jury, they clearly could have not went after him after that. Not to mention the fact that the whole idea to prosecute him was because you had a very overzealous prosecutor and it was really safe to do that. Can you imagine? And we talked about something else when we said, your success is my failure, right? So in other words, here you got a guy who's a prosecutor who's going against an African-American man who is an icon in our community. Now, don't you, what do you think that he gained from just going after Bill Cosby and prosecuting him? Keeping, keeping in mind, prosecuting something, someone, whether you believe it or not, is easy to do. You can prosecute anybody as long as you got the right jury. Because basically the whole idea is the people sitting in a jury box probably were hating on Bill Cosby. If you happen to have been someone who, who both African-Americans, who, you know, we know those Uncle Toms, and the ones who are not African-American, it's the same thing. The hate, hater game is a hater game, exactly. right? So anyway, so here you got this individual, and this is my opportunity, because I'm a nobody, right? You're an icon, and this is my opportunity to bring you down. And they took advantage of that opportunity because that's just how they get down. And we don't, we, we choose, either we choose not to understand it or whatever the, the situation is. But that's the reality of it and we, reality of it and we have to understand that that's really, uh, and then not to mention the way that, uh, you know, one of, and I'm actually going to talk about this a little bit more about in, in another segment about how we deal with it. But I just want to put it out there. I just want to be plain about the fact that they despise us because in many ways they realize that the only way that you can control, dominate, and keep us down is the same way they've done it for the last three centuries, right? Is that basically what you do is you make a concerted effort to make sure. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
that if any one of those individuals rise, that there has to be a concerted effort to destroy his legacy. And that's the same way with COINTELPRO. The whole idea of an organization that was built just for that, that reason. You know, when we talk about the idea of, of, of El Haj Malik El Shabazz, Malcolm X, and the way that they, they, they went after him. And we know they went after him because they wrote about it. The same way they went after Dr. King, we know that they went after him because they talked about it. But when it comes to other individuals, like we talked about Harvey Weinstein, right? Have you seen, how many, how many articles have you seen or how many news, I, I mean, it's almost like it doesn't even exist, exactly. right? When we talk about him and some of these other individuals that, and he's not the only one, but they do not get the type of media attention that our icons get because that's their concerted effort. Even when you're talking about Michael Jackson the same way, look at the way that they try. And then once they, they leave, they don't leave you alone. They want to make sure, and the thing about it is when our own people buy into that foolishness, right? We, we'll buy into it, right? And that's simply because we're still looking for a master, right? Because every time that I, when I put up the fact that we were going to talk about this this, this week, the, one of the questions was, what leader, right? Who, who says that? Who, who says that? I mean, that's a really punctified thing to say. Right. I mean, who needs a do I need a leader? <laughs> no. Right. I mean, I, I mean, who, who's, who comes up and says, we, you know, we you know, we don't have no leader. A grown man talks about somebody else leading you into glory. That is a slavery mentality. I need somebody to lead me and give me a way out of this situation. It's always about putting somebody else to task, but it's never about us talking about our own self. Right. We, we don't need a leader. I mean, when, when you talk about Koreans, who's the leader of the Korean community? What's his name? Who's the leader of the Japanese community? We don't know his name, right? Who's the leader of the Chinese community? What's his name, right? So we got to have a head. We can't do nothing unless we figure out somebody that we can put in front and, and lead us into glory. But at any rate, uh, are, is, that a, is that a segue out? We getting ready to go to commercial? Okay, that was, was kind of low. But at any rate... <laughs> Please do not touch that down. We'll continue with this discussion after the break. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. We're continuing with our special Black History Month broadcast with regards to the legacy of, of black leaders and is there an effort to destroy uh, the legacy of our leaders and icons. So just real quickly, I'm actually going to go to my esteemed panel to, 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 to kind of piggyback off of this discussion. But I think last week we kind of focused a lot on the film industry, but I do want to talk a little bit more uh, about the, uh, the media. Um, and so I'm going to go to you first, Rosa. Now, I want you to kind of give me at least your analysis as to how you feel that the media uh, uh, has this target for African-Americans and, uh, and, and how does this impact the legacy of, 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 of African-American people? Rosa. Can you can you hear me, Rosa? No. Rosa, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. Hey. Did you hear my question? Yeah. Hey, did you hear my question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure thing. Okay. Um, so, as far as the media and how it impacts the legacy, I feel like um, the mass media in itself um, is evidently playing an active effort in capitalizing on the stereotypes that further. Um, expand, reinforce, and entrench the marginalization of communities of color in society. Um, and this is seen through the numerical evidence that kind of showcases this reality. You know, there has been numerous studies. There's actually one study um, where they, um, they uh, analyzed a few uh, TV shows and broadcast, public broadcasts and newspapers and news articles 
And in those, in all of that research, they found out that the black family represented 59% of the poor in the media, but they actually just made up 27% of the poor in the general population. Wow. That's only one example. You also have the portrayals of black women. You know, they're usually portrayed as violent, manly, and there's this notion that they're also kind of like welfare queens where they cheat the system, um, yet white working families are the biggest beneficiaries of welfare. In 2014, actually, government assistance and tax credits lifted 6.2 million working class whites out of poverty. Um, yet, you see, in the media, you only see the negative depiction of the black family, the black woman. Need I mention the black male? You know, they're usually depicted as violent, savage, and they're overrepresented as perpetrators of crime. Mm. Wow. And I feel like, all in all, these negative depictions are highly emphasized because there is that concerted effort to, by the system itself, to stereotype and scapegoat minorities because it's what, at its core, makes capitalism work. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and this misrepresentation of the black community in itself is also due to the lack of diversity that there is in the journalism sector. Right. So, yeah. So this all in all really does tarnish the legacy of black individuals because in itself you don't have a lot of people of color in the background producing these stories right. because they're not allowed to by the system itself. Mm. Okay. Great, great. Mm. What about you, Paulina? Yeah, I think um, listening to Rosa talk, what I have to think about is if we look at all the news articles that are coming out are just like on TV, radio, whatever, um, if it comes to anybody that is very well represented in the black community or for the black community and they do something wrong, how much more do we see this present everywhere? People talk about it, it is being tarnished, the comments are horrible, it's just like dragging it down so much more because that goes back to the beginning of this discussion that we started. By bringing this person down even more, the followers will stop because they don't want to be seen in a bad light by society. Mm -hmm. So if you're not following somebody that has a total negative news scandal behind their back, you're gonna get very bad negative feedback yourself. Mm -hmm. So this is how they control and stop people from talking about mm -hmm. it because they don't want these followers and these followers will stop talking if they know that by society and other people around us and especially the white community, it is seen as wrong mm -hmm. what this person did that you actually think was a great person and had a lot of influence. Let's just make the whole thing so big and vibrant in front of everybody, this huge scandal, so that we can control everybody that is following this person actually ignoring all the good that they've done and focus on the negative, and that you primarily see, I feel like, every single time when it comes to the black community, then to white. And that's very interesting to look at. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, I see that. And, and you know, one of the, <clears throat> and that's so true, both of you really are on point with regards to your comments. And, and the one thing before I go to Doc and Bilal, I want to talk about the issue. You said something really important. Both of you start talking about what ultimately ends up being this whole idea of capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically when you think, it, I mean, let's just, I mean, it's all business. So basically when you think about the consumers of media, right? And so basically when, you, when you're thinking about the, consumer, the consumers of media and you're thinking about the stories that they're going, that's, that they're going to, uh, uh, to focus on, obviously you're going to focus on dominant culture. Mm -hmm. But also, when you focus on the double dominant culture, 
See, the thing about the dominant culture is that the dominant culture is not, it can pick and choose how it uh, relates to the subcultures. In other words, you can be part of the dominant culture and completely ignore the subculture. Mm -hmm. But as a subcultural community, being the African-American community, whatever goes down in the dominant culture, we have to some way absorb that. Mm -hmm. And we have to some way navigate around the dominant culture. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to those people who actually are the sellers of stories and media, mm -hmm. they're going to dominate the, uh, the cultural narrative, right? And so when you're in the subculture can't, and you have to navigate around the dominant culture, then when, even when you do your stories, you have to do the same thing. So in other words, like we talked about with Gail, the story that she did, and we talked about the fact that you know, there's been at least two stories and potentially almost really three stories about African-American males and their indiscretions as it relates to, uh, to women. Mm-hmm. However, none of and now you're talking about a very prominent black journalist, mm -hmm. but I do, but tell me one story that she did that focused on uh, a white person's uh, sexual indiscretions. Mm -hmm. We see none, mm -hmm. and the reason why she's doing that is because she's cowtowing to the dominant culture, exactly. right? Because you have to make sure that slave master is happy, mm -hmm. and that's really what it boils down to. But at any rate, uh, I'm gonna go. Do I want? Do you want to hit on that, Doc? Cause you like you kind of fidgeting over there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you're moving a lot. Well, no, I'm just, I can I'm feel just, it. I'm just absorbing. Yeah, well, you look. got my anxiety. Uh, no, uh, it's always positive. <laughs> okay. Excellent input. But okay. look, uh, you know, I, I'm about action as opposed to distraction, and I watch what people do. Unfortunately, I've been around for long enough to know, uh, and I articulated this last week. The image we have of ourselves defines specifically what we operate from. So if we're constantly seeing a negative picture, now what did the stats just show? That we watch TV more than anybody else. So we are picking up the imagery of what's on that TV. And so we're buying into that. Now everybody has what's called an energy signature. And that energy signature... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's propelling you in terms of what you bring to the table. If I'm seeing degradation, if I'm seeing myself in a constant state of negativity, what's going to happen to my energy level? Is it going to decrease? So that energy level decreasing is not going to give me the motivation to be out front doing the things I need to do and being in a position of power. And I 
think really at the end of the day, uh, that's where we're going. When you have an individual who is trying to extrapolate, who is trying to slow you down, who is trying to stop you, if I want to be in a position of power, I want to have the least amount of opposition as possible. So I'm going to try to negate any and everybody I can. So I don't have to go of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Wali and the Justice Watch crew. We're continuing with our uh, special Black History Month broadcast. Our theme this month is the Black Legacy. Is there an effort to destroy the legacy of black leaders and icons? And if so, why? Now we got to go to you, Bilal. We got to go to you first. So I want you to answer that question. Of course there is. Most <laughs> definitely there is. You know, I mean, you know, this thing about the psychological warfare has always been in play for, you know, for quite some time now. And uh, whenever you look at it, you'll see that it's well-rounded. It's in the news, mm -hmm. it's in movies, it's in music, it's in sports. It's, you know, and, and to look at the news, you'll see where, you know, you know, we're referred to more of thugs opposed to just some teens that's just uprising. Or in the movies, you'll see where, you know, 
you know, you don't see a lot of movies that's actually depicting, you know, positive male role models or positive, you know, women, you know. And so when you look at the movies, you know, we, we you know, we every 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 turn of the media, whether it's music, where we used to come from KRS One and X Clan, and now we got Six Nine and and everybody else, and in the sports, you'll see how Colin Kaepernick was castrated in front of the public, you know, and so you get out of line, then this is what's going to happen to you, and like um like the docs said, you know, um you know if I keep showing the, these negative images of you then I you know it's keep continue to have this negative effect on your mind to mm -hmm. where you believe that whatever you see that comes across this media that this is gonna be your reality mm -hmm. if you get out of line in fact it's gonna stunt your growth and you're not gonna be able to move forward because you are so gullible that you believe that you can't navigate around it so you mm -hmm. conform to it since I can't navigate around it because I'm constantly seeing it I'm thinking that this is my only reality mm -hmm. and because I think this is my only reality, I don't have to worry about no growth and development, and therefore their plan stays intact. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it. And you said it years ago, uh, Zulu, and you continue to say it, is that the reason why is because the simple fact is, why am I doing this to individuals? Because I know that these these individuals, this is the champ, mm -hmm. right? Right. If I had no, if I, if I'm, if I'm not, if I'm not so much worried about you uprising or, or becoming great or recognizing your potential, then mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to deal with you at all. But because I know that you're gonna have the potential to become great and tap into that ancestry and understand exactly where you're coming from, then I'm fearful of that, mm -hmm. and so therefore I'm gonna throw everything possibly at you to keep you from recognizing your greatness. Right. Because, see, they're not, they're not worried. I mean, it's the same thing that happened in 1619 is the same thing that happens in 2020. I'm not worried about, you know, uh, the conforming slave. I'm, cons I'm concerned about the rebellious slave. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, exactly. so basically, and, that, and that's part of, you know, when you talk about what they're going to allow you to see, the, what, you know, the type of media they're going to allow you to hear and what they're going to give the green light for. Those are the things that basically is conforming. You see what I'm saying? So in other words, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's kind of code words for it. You know, they, they have you believing that if you speak your mind, then you're being anti-American. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? I mean, that's, sure. you know, that sure. that's, and, and you know, they make you feel like you're doing something rebellious, that basically you're doing something wrong, and they're going to make you a, a villain if you're talking about something that's, that's neg that that's positive for the, your people, but for them, from the from the standpoint of the culture, you know, you're you're being negative. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, and that's kind of what it is. The only thing that they they worried about the rebellious slave. So when you're a rebellious slave, they're gonna do to the rebellious slave the same thing that they did to them back then. They're going to go after you, and they're gonna make sure everybody sees it when they go after you. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? I mean, that's just the way that they get, it's been the same way. I mean, if you speak your, how, why is it that you're radical, you're not humble, and, and, and you're rebellious, and you're all these negative things when you're speaking the truth, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you're not lying. I mean, you, you didn't say you're lying. They said you're rebellious. Exactly. You can't call me a liar. You might call me radical. Right. You might call me rebellious. But you can't call me a liar. I'm telling the truth. And why are you mad at people who are telling the truth? You're going to make an example of people who tell the truth. And they're going to beat you. They're going to cut your foot off. They're going to toby you. Right? If you don't do what they tell you to do. And I mean, and, that, and that's, that's the reality of it. And we really need to, we got to make a change. We can't keep going in the direction that we're going as a people. 
You know what I'm saying? And then the first thing that I, that we need to do, as we talked about before, is that we have to stop trying. I mean, stop sending me email texts and stop sending me things on my Facebook page asking me questions about what icons and what leaders. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you a slave. You a sellout. Yep. So if you don't, if you ask me that question, you a sellout. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because, you, you know, what? I mean, that's my question to you. Ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to to actually trying to denigrate and downgrade your people, yes, right? You're doing, they, you're doing their work. You just you Don't sit up there and act like you're conscious and then you're putting negative things about other black folks. You ain't conscious. Exactly. You're the, you the, you the slave master. Mm-hmm. You're probably COINTELPRO, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're just an agent, yeah. right? Agents, please stay off my, off my page. Yeah. Go to somebody else's page. How are you going to say that? What icons and what yeah. leaders? How are you going to ask me that question? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ask yourself that question. Go to back to your Facebook page. Stay on your Facebook page. Don't come on my Facebook page. Yeah. Talk to me, Paulina. <laughs> Say something to me right now. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that was interesting. <laughs> I think um, just to piggy off back again, um, what's so interesting, what Rosa said, too, is the misrepresentation of the black male and um, that they're always depicted more violent and like anything like news articles, TV, film, even music videos. Mm -hmm. And that is very interesting if you look at it because even um, looking at the situation of if you watch in a show or a film or a news article or anything, um, a new black man coming into a room that is a person that has never been seen, there's more likely to be a reaction, especially of the people of fear and rejection than towards a white person. Mm-hmm. And that is because the media and through film and TV, we've have this depicted to us 24 mm-hmm. seven. In film, we always see these reactions and that's even done by reaction shots, choosing to have this like suspense situation. It's right. somebody new. And that mostly happens when it's a black male. Mm-hmm. And then in the other hand for women, when it's black women, we always have this other reversing shot of um, the, the reaction of the room, which is usually rejecting that female mm-hmm. entering the room, or you get the views that are basically representing that she's going to be put in a situation that no female would be want to be in. Mm-hmm. And that is so interesting because that is always played with these two types of people, but if it's within the white, if it's a white female, usually the situation is shot way differently. She's going to be accepted by the society and she's being taken care of by the other white male in the room. But when it's a black woman, that usually turns into a very difficult situation for the film which is leading us to a new secondary story which usually does not have a good representation for the black community mm-hmm. what about you rosa well i mean going back to everything i think that these distorted portrayals of the black family the black female the black male in general shape how americans as a whole see people of color and also how african americans see themselves like you all were mentioning before they shape perspectives all across the board, and these negative depictions are what keep average Americans in itself from questioning the system. When they hear that, you know, black men are nearly six times as likely to be incarcerated as white men, when they hear that more than 60% of the people in prison today are people of color, that for black men in their 30s, about 1 in 12 is in prison or jail on any given day, when individuals hear these facts, 
and they trust their news source, all they have to connect this to are the infotainment patterns of distortion and exaggerated negative depictions they see in the media. Right. So, all in all, systematically, it's easier to oppress those whom are seen negatively by society. Mm-hmm. And these negative portrayals enhance the creation of this other, this other that is the black male, female, and family whom are described as villains and subhuman and not part of society. Mm-hmm. And they, when being described as such in the media, it's easier to kind of desensitize their suffering. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you use the word, the news source, which is what we call it today, but that's kind of like master, the yeah. news source, and, and, and it basically becomes the issue, you know, of, of, of how we can, you know, how we utilize that, that word, and that's kind of how that, that basically, the, the way I see it, and the way I see this whole idea. But also one of the things that, and I always, and I had to get on this one again, because when we talk about the issue of, of uh man time is really tripping me out today but anyway so but i do have to say this when you talked about the statistics when it comes to you know we talked about the legacy and we talked about the whole idea of media Mm -hmm. right but we also know how the this is what's a trip when it comes to the idea of the of the the criminal justice system right or the justice system in general just both the civil excuse me and the criminal justice system is basically you know it, it's always uh, the way they per- they pursue certain things, and they can, you know, it, it's a trip because they basically create this narrative mm-hmm. by trying to make a determination as to whenever you're in the criminal justice system and whenever you use legal terms, they always do it in a way in which gives certain people discretion. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the way that you interpret certain things that certain people do Mm -hmm. is based upon your perspective, your reality, which Mm -hmm. is something that Rosa used to say a lot, Mm -hmm. right? And so basically the whole idea is that our reality and their reality is completely different. The way you roll the way you roll, Mm -hmm. the way you do things and the way you do things in your experiences is completely different than the way that they do things. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And so that makes it very, because the ones who are making the decisions are basically the, the white prosecutors, the white judges, and the predominantly white juries. And when you have those individuals making decisions over our reality, then we're at a, strong, at a, at a strange disadvantage. They know that, right? And that's game. But at any rate, we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, 
Dr. Akhil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. We're in our discussion of black legacy. Is there an effort to destroy the legacy of black leaders and icons? So, uh, actually, let me go to you, Bilal real quick. Mm -hmm. I want you to kind of like, I know that last segment, it, I, I kind of want you to chime in on, on kind of what, we what we were talking about before we went to the break. Mm. <laughs> My mind it threw me now. Uh, look, um, when you was talking about the criminal justice system, mm -hmm. and I spoke on this before, that Individuals that sit on the jury, whether they the prosecute uh, the, the, the juries, the prosecution, the judges, they cannot understand the reality. And because they cannot understand the reality, their only their only depiction or their only uh, a way of understanding what we go through as a people is what they basically hear on the media mm -hmm. or through the media. Mm -hmm. And that's why I spoke. On, you know, several times before about this jury, you have the jury that sits up there and you have an African-American that's standing trial. And their thing is this, if I've never lived in your reality, how can I understand it? 
the only way that I can understand it is what I see on my TV screen. Mm -hmm. And if I'm constantly seeing negativity on my TV screen, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to base my opinions of this individual that sits before mm -hmm. me with his life in my hand as to what I seen in Boys in the Hood and what I seen in Minutes to Society or whatever movie there is because the great majority of the films, the great majority of the music, it depicts negativity. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, I'm going to make my judgment based on what I know and what I know is not living in that reality along with them, but what I see every day that comes across the media and so therefore we got a guilty verdict mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> right that's the bottom line right mm -hmm. what about you doc well i think we're overlooking one thing i think we've got to look at the system of white supremacy now every white person does not adhere to the system of white supremacy but white supremacy is a system and within that system there are certain things that have to be done to make that system work and to make that uh, system continue and the degradation of people of color is a part of that system Look at what's going on in society today in, in America. What is the one thing that most individuals are having a real problem with? The development of human potential. If I cannot uh, um, uh, empower or boost myself. Go about it. I'm, I'm looking here on the whole idea of, you know, filming the censorship of, of films that are made, just not only uh, even, even from the government. I mean, because we have to look. I mean, let's just, you know, think of we talked about the, the most the 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 our our number one export is our is our film industry mm. right i mean people love the, the our film industry right Worldwide. okay i'm going to talk to two people who who have resided outside of the united states and i'm going to ask these two people a question uh how much time we have i'm going to begin with you we got five Seven. minutes rosa yeah, okay i'm going to begin with you rosa you 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 are are you know right now abroad <laughs> What is your impact on the film industry uh, abroad in Europe? Um, in Europe, they worship Hollywood. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and they have yep. a very romanticized image of America. Mm. Um, so, Teach. yeah, Teach. I, even talking with my classmates, um, a lot of them were impressed that um, I talked to them about, you know, the statistics about people being in prison and how people of color are treated in America because all they know and all they see is Hollywood. Mm. This is that romanticized mm -hmm. image of the American family, mm -hmm. that 1950s perfect American family <laughs> right. with no racism White and no discrimination. Fits. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and what about you, Paulina? Yeah, I think it's interesting because especially <clears throat> the film industry in Europe, I mean, being from Germany, it's a very small industry and they still tell their own stories, but still yet now you can see so much influence from the American film industry because they just have the upper hand in this world on storytelling. And um, that doesn't mean they're better, but it means they have the power. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest issue is that when these negative stories and the way the writing and everything is depicting certain groups, um, when 
European filmmakers tell their own stories, they're always going to look at, oh, what did the American film industry do? How did that function? How did that work? How did it affect the audience that it watched it? And how did it go well? Mm -hmm. So they're always going to take a little bit and with that take the negative parts without actually diving deep and explaining mm -hmm. and understanding what it's actually like being out here. Mm -hmm. And that even comes in as an actor. Coming from there, you might have more opportunities in that industry in a little form. But out here, coming out here it's so much harder to do because there's so many other circumstances that play into this oppression within the film industry right yeah i mean that's it i mean that's the first i mean obviously clearly the first thing is that the um the film industry basically gives these negative ideas and negative things about african americans because clearly they want to and i'm going to go to you at the end doc but i'm going to say this that one of the things that, the, uh, when we talk about the criminal justice, I'm going to give you an example of really, uh, real quick, about one of the things that happened. I had a, a client of mine who was sentenced. And be, being, being in black success makes you a target. Yes, it does. And basically, there was a trial, and he basically, the testimony of the witnesses in his trial were geared towards the individual's looking at his Facebook page, looking at his Twitter page, mm -hmm. and talking about, you know, where he was going, you know, the fact that he had went out of the country, all these things, but the bitterness. The, you could tell that the reason that he was targeted mm -hmm. was because he was successful. Mm -hmm. And when he was sentenced, the judge, who was a sports fan, spent a lot of time talking about how he wanted to be an athlete and how my client was a world-class athlete, and that he would he would love to have done that, but that my client destroyed it, and he he knew his salary, he knew you know you know how long he had been working at the place that he worked, he knew all this, so you and even the jury you see this black man who was able to achieve all this, and they almost made it a trial about a black man who got successful and his success made him a target i'm not making yes, it up yes, i'm sir. just telling it even wow. when i when i was a kid yes, sir. the the older black gentleman who would buy certain would buy nice cars i'm from tennessee originally they would not drive their cars to work mm -hmm. because they were fearful of their boss <laughs> seeing their car mm -hmm. the only time they would drive their nice cars was on sunday when they went to church yeah. mm. But otherwise, they would cover it up. And they were like, you know, you would hear the conversation. You don't want your boss seeing you driving a car like that. that. Because they think that if they know you're a success, that basically they're going to try to take it away from exactly. you. That's right? right? Yeah. And, and so that's deep in our psyche as, as black people mm -hmm. that you're going to be tar a target if you're successful. That's been a message that has existed from day one in this country. Mm -hmm. And I cannot believe we just ran out of time. <laughs> but at any rate, yes, thank you for joining us for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. And uh, we'll see you next week, same time, same place, same channel. And until that time, on behalf of the Justice Watch crew, stay blessed. <laughs>
the Gab Radio Network. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. The Law Offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Two old rivals get after it in LA. I'm Pete Fox. On the hardwood at Staples, the Lakers and Celtics played a good one that came right down to the very end with LA holding on for a 114-112 win in a game 